Welcome to our program, Learn to Grow. In this episode, you will hear a topic discussed, prayer, the relationship between God and man. Now let's go listen to Pastor DJ and Pastor Brian as they dive into this topic. Hey everyone, Pastor Brian here. Next to me, Pastor DJ. We're excited that you could join us on our new video series that we're calling Learn to Grow. Um, our goal is simple. We're trying to foster an attitude of learning. We believe learning breeds growth. Um, each week, we're going to upload content to our website that you can view at renewchurchin.org. If you have any questions or comments about the content you see, please email us at info at renewchurchin.org. So let's get into our topic tonight, and our topic is prayer, the relationship between God and man. Prayer is a key part of building relationship with God. Um, it's the way God communicates with his children. Our number one reason we should pray is to build a relationship with God. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. I'm reminded in Genesis of why prayer is so important and the way we communicate with God. In Genesis, we learn that God created Adam and Eve, that he placed them in a garden. And in chapter 3, verse 8, it talks about how he would come in the cool of the day and he would walk with them. He would commune with them and to hear their problems. Um, but once they committed sin, God could no longer walk next to man. And, of course, we know that's why he gave his son, uh, that we could have a relationship with him. Um, so it's very important that, that prayer is a part of our Christian faith because it will help us grow. It's not just something we do at church. Um, we should actually pray more at home than we do at church. I agree. So there's a, a thought pattern that, as a believer, we must avoid. Um, if you've ever thought like this, and I've, I've thought like this, that if God already knows what we think, what we're going to ask, and what we need, why pray? Why pray to a God who already knows everything? Well, the answer is simple. God longs to have a relationship with his people. He longs to talk with you, to, to uh, answer your prayers, to have that deep relationship with you. Absolutely. I, I often think about this, and I say this a lot when I preach, is that I feel there are times that God wants us as believers to remind him of what his word says to show him that's activating our faith through prayer to say, but your word says, no matter what comes against me, you'll raise a standard. But I'm also reminded in, in John uh, chapter 10, verse nine about prayer. Jesus said, I am the door, but by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and he shall go in and out and find pastures. So to me, that shows the re relationship with Christ is yeah. the key to prayer. Yeah. And uh, we're going to kind of, use an example tonight of a man. I know this is one of your favorite uh, characters in the Bible, uh, David. Uh, we see David that he was a labeled uh, a man after God's own heart. Um, you know, and that's my desire. I'm sure that's your desire. Uh, you know, that is a goal that we want to achieve. Uh, but David enjoyed a close friendship with God, and he did that through prayer. Uh, there's many times in the scripture in the book of Psalms that you can read where David uh, prayed a lot. Um, yes. So we're going to kind of break down David's life and we're going to use his prayer life as a pattern for us today. Um, and I want to say this, that uh, God wants you to pray, uh, even if it's you're questioning or if you're doubting or if you're crying Absolutely. or if you're stressed out, you're worried. God wants you to pray because that's the way he communicates back to you. Absolutely. And the one thing, and we'll go through this, uh, not to get ahead you know, of our, our lesson here. Uh, the one thing about David, I think, that always jumped out at me 
<clears throat> is that David would many situations, just like you and I, we get ourselves in bad situations. Yeah. And time and time again, David would get himself there. But when he would get himself there, he didn't question what he should do. He knew that he had to rekindle that fire. He yeah. had to go to prayer. And that's one thing that encourages me because there's a lot of times I get myself in those situations. And <clears throat> I'm reminded, just like David, just like you said, David complained in the yeah. Psalms. He repented. He asked God for help. But also there was one thing, and not to, to preach a sermon here, but when David lost his son and when, it, when they came to him and his servants were worried on how to tell him and he cleaned himself up and he went to the house of God to worship God, it, it reminded me that David also knew how to accept bad yeah. things in life. And that's one thing I think Christians don't do when they pray yeah. is that they want God to, if I'm going to prayer, God's going to work everything out in my favor. And sometimes we have to go in prayer, like you said, and just say, God, I'm trusting you. Yeah. And so uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, so we're going to look at some key factors. We believe uh, David's life that uh, his prayer life is something that we should mimic today. It's something that we should uh, try to strive to do. And there's really five major points we're going to look at uh, through David's life. And the first one we're going to look at is that David's prayer life was one of earnest uh, consistency, which means that uh, David prayed daily. And I want to read this scripture, Psalms 55, 16 through 17. He says, as for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me evening and morning. And at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. Uh, David understood that he had to pray daily. It was Absolutely. something consistently he had to do. It was something that David understood that no matter what time it was, no matter what he was facing, prayer was the key. Absolutely. I think that's a great point because... So often, and just like you said a minute ago, I'm, I've been guilty of this. <clears throat> when I roll out of bed, one thing I like to do is, is just thank God for protecting me, bringing me to another day. And But there's times that I can go, and I'm sure uh, others are guilty of this, you know, I can go halfway through my day and realize yeah. I haven't even said a prayer. I haven't even thanked God for the day. And not saying that that's a bad thing, but to strengthen that relationship with God, like you said, you got to be consistent. And David, not only was he consistent, but at the beginning of that, he said, as for me, I will call upon the Lord and he shall save me. Like he was confident, yeah. not only in his prayer, but he knew God would hear him. Yeah. So I think that's important as well. Um, uh, another one, step two here is, and we're not going to read the verses on this because they are kind of lengthy, but we are going to, uh, Brian's going to put them on the screen for you. Uh, Psalm 77, uh, this is one through 14, uh, but it's beholding God's character. And we see in David's life that that he experienced changes of mind uh, through prayer. David obtained a view of God's character and attributes. You'll see through this. There were many times in David's life where he would go through things. And like we said, he would get down. He would get frustrated. He would feel alone. I mean, you know, we got to understand when David was just a shepherd in a, in a field, when God sent a man to come and anoint yeah. him to be king. And he didn't immediately walk into the kingdom. He went back to the field. And then he goes down and he helps his brothers. And when he goes and helps his brothers and he, and he slays Goliath, then the king gets jealous and wants to. Yeah. David spent a lot of time in caves yeah. hiding for his life. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I have never had a hide for my life. So if a man who had a hide for his life in caves and mountains still could have enough faith and pray every day, 
I don't think I have any excuse. Right. Uh, there's something that, uh, about this second point that um, as we were preparing for this, um, I just thought of how God speaks to you. And it said that he obtained a view of God's character and attributes. I don't know if we can fully understand God of who he is without prayer. Right. You know, I don't think we can really get the divine revelation of who all God is without prayer. You know, a lot of times in our culture, we want to read books and magazines and there's the Internet and there's so much stuff out there to tell you who God is. But I think to experience the true God and experience who he really is, you have to communicate with him through prayer. Absolutely. That's a great point. Um, and I often think, uh, you know, and I'm sure you do, too, how much I miss out on. Uh, blessings from God or even answers, you know, the, how many times that we want God to move and we're thinking in the back of our mind, like you, like you said, to open this things up, these voids that he already knows, yeah. like how many times we go through life and God is just saying, but if you'll spend a little time with me, yeah. I will reveal to you what I'm doing. And I think, and there's not every time. I mean, there's sometimes we have to walk by faith and not by sight. The yeah. scripture's clear on that. But I think there's a lot of times that we miss out on understanding and the blessings of God, just because we're simply not spending enough time with him. Yeah. And, and that's one thing, you know, for me, the older I get, uh, I reflect on the old saints uh, in my family that their whole life was dedicated to prayer. No matter what they were praying. I mean, my great grandpa, I was little when we would go up there, he would always, he liked to be in his garden, but he, that didn't stop him from getting down on his knees and saying a yeah. prayer, you know, so I think it's very important. Um, the next, you know, the next one we want to talk about here, the next point I'd like to bring up is uh, deep repentance. Um, and in Psalms 55, 1 through 14, and we encourage you to study these um, on these. We try not to hold these videos real long, uh, but we would encourage if you watch this, that you would also study the scriptures that it would encourage you and, and about David's prayer life. But, you know, despite the greatest sins of David's life, we see that he has an attitude of deep repentance. And that enabled him to, to be restored as a man after God's heart. Yeah. So that shows me, no matter how great our falls are, if we have true, sincere, deep repentance, God will not only hear us and forgive us, but he restored us. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of times we allow the enemy to play with our mind and say, well, you can never have it back. You've gone too far. Yeah. But if in prayer we have that deep repentance with God, he'll restore us to, to put us where he wanted us to be. Well, and I think with deep repentance, um, you know, I in the church world, I feel like we've made repentance a nasty word. We I feel like we've made it a bad word. Right. But I believe we need daily repentance. Um, you know, repentance is we get caught up on the big sins. We get caught up if, you know, if someone comes to the altar, we think there's some deep down dirty sin. Right. And sometimes it's not that. We just need to repent of the negative stuff in our life, the the everyday stuff of life, the the dirtiness of life, the the chaos of life, you know, and really repent means just to turn away. Right. And I think that's what David was teaching us that we just have to turn away from these things in our life. That's a great point, man, because we do is our job to to guard our lives you know yeah. to to protect ourselves and, the, and like you said we have and, and you know we mean you've talked about this that the same thing like with the altar people always associate it with sin right and you know sometimes just going to the altar to pray you could be praying just for strength and like you said sometimes in the church we can 
we can change really what God can use something for like that. Like you said, that's a great point. Um, sorry, go ahead. No. So the next point we want to look at is, uh, this is one of my favorites, I think, is restoration to purity. Uh, one of the most earnest prayers that are in the Bible is from David when he says, uh, create in me a clean heart, yeah. oh God. You know, uh, that prayer should be our example. Every day we wake up, every day we go through life, we should ask God to create in us a clean heart. And you say, why a clean heart? Because think about this. Every day we go through some kind of test or trial or tribulation or stress at the job or the kids are not acting right, whatever you want to plug into that. And what happens is, is all those negative thoughts and stuff tries to attack us and we have to have a clean heart. Um, so God can really use who he's called us to be, to be the the person that God is wanting us to be in this time frame we're living in, you know, the right. purpose behind why God even saved us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's a very important point because that's one thing I remember growing up in church and you do too, that those, those older saints that taught me, that's what they would do. They, they pray that God makes sure my heart's clean. And no matter how they would say it, mm -hmm. they always said that same prayer, create like a clean heart. Uh, because, you know, this world we live in is wicked. I mean, we can turn on the news and see there's so much, you know, evil, you know, that influences our lives yeah. and that we walk every day and we can't avoid it. You know, work, um, no matter what we, you know, we're always surrounded by it. And, and that's a very valid point. And but there's also there's a there's a reward um, to seeking after God. Um, there were many times and not just David, but since we're talking about David. There are many times if you read the life of David, if you look at it through, you know, human eyes, you would look at him and go, well, he didn't deserve to be king. Right. You know, he had a man killed just yeah. so he could take his wife. Right. You know, um, he he did all of, he did a lot of things um, that he shouldn't have done throughout his life. And we look at that person and we would say, well, he don't deserve it. But what would happen David would get to that place where he knew what he'd done wrong. Yeah. And it, never that he was perfect by any means, but I'm reminded of what Paul said. Paul said, I check myself daily, Right. you know, to go back with what you're saying. And it's very important, you know, that we don't wake up and neglect our prayer life because, you know, it's not popular to say, but I say it, you know, I've heard it preached. I didn't create it. I've heard it preached, but, you know, there's going to be preachers still preaching the gospel when the Lord returns, yeah, you know, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they didn't check their heart daily yeah. and they didn't pray. And so we can't take this, these things for granted. Um, but I want to, uh, one last verse that I want to reference here, um, is Psalms 119, uh, 10. I'm actually going to read a few verses, but David said with my whole heart, have I sought thee? Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. And with my whole heart, I have sought thee. Yeah. I've had a relationship with you. I've chased you. I've, yeah. I want to, I want to, whatever you want me to do, God, I want to do that for you. And I think that's very important uh, that, that we do as David did. I don't, got any thoughts or opinions on that? No, I think, uh, you know, that, that scripture says, you know, it, it, it gets down to the core of us. It gets to us where we should be searching God, yeah. you know, and I love what he says. He said, so I may not sin against thee, um, you know, um, really when I, I hear that, you know, uh, my, 
my thinking is, you know, first of all, sin as we know sin, but second of all, it's to keep me on the right path, yeah. you know, uh, to keep me walking in integrity, to keep me walking in the anointing, mm -hmm. you know, to keep me walking in the blessings of God. You know, we talked about blessings earlier and you can't have blessings if you're not in the right path. Right. You know, uh, we, we can't be mistaken in today's culture and time frame that you can not be in the will of God and still get the blessings of God. Absolutely. It doesn't work that way. You yeah. know, unfortunately, um, that's not how God designed it. And I think David understood that, yeah. you know, uh, again, you said it perfect. God, uh, David was not perfect, you know, but at his time, what he needed to do, he knew what to do. Yeah. And his you know? imperfections. Yeah. He knew where to go. And that's the one thing I, you know, me and Brian, when we were discussing what to do, um, and how to encourage others and to help us grow. This is important to us because, you know, we want to see, you know, when we come to church and we love fellowshipping and we love sermons and we love, but we also, there's time for teaching. Yeah. And we want more than anything for you to grow. And we want you to understand how powerful a weapon of prayer is, is that when you get in a sincere place, when you get in that, you know, prayer closet or wherever you pray, and you, with your sincere heart, turn things over to yeah. God, things will begin to change. It's never failed me. Right. It's never failed my parents. Yeah. It's never failed their parents. Like generation after right. generation has proven a strong, faithful right. prayer life will cause you to grow. It's been time tested. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know that's, but go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think prayer is, um, I guess, a good word would say we need a revival of prayer in our churches and our homes. Absolutely. Um, you know, as a parent now of a, a teenager and a 10 year old, I see the importance of prayer in my home. Yeah. You know, I see the importance of uh, them seeing me pray, you know, them seeing that when I'm struggling, you know, I go to God in prayer. Absolutely. And that, that's another valid point is that, you know, a lot of times in our homes we do, we, we get busy. And we don't pray like we're supposed to, or we don't. And and that's another great point is that at some point, whether it's our children, whether it's coworkers, whether it's other family, whether it's friends, they're watching our life. Yeah. You know. And the best example to be, we don't have to preach at everybody. Right. Is to live it before them. And so, you know, just a small thing to that. I remember several times when me and Jay were a lot younger. You know, Gracie was little. We would bow our head to pray at a restaurant, and a lot of times older couples would come up to us. Yeah. And they were like, it's good to see, you know, younger people. So here are these people. We're just saying a simple thanks for our meal. Right. But, you know, they they recognize the fact that we're prayer. And let me tell you, when other people recognize that, God always recognizes yeah. that. He sees that. And we're not talking because there is scripture. And we won't go into that about praying in the mist, just getting in a habit to pray for things. Um, we're all guilty of it. I've been guilty of it. You know, I go through that. God protect my family today, yeah. you know. But when you we're talking about sincere every day having a communion with God. And, and yes, we're busy and you don't have to do it a whole 30 minutes. Sometimes all you need is two, three yeah. minutes, but be sincere. Yeah. And when you incorporate that into your Christian walk, you will begin to grow. I agree. And uh, just remember that prayer to me, it's a two way street, you know, with God that when we pray, we need to also listen because God will respond. Right. You know, God always responds. There's not a time. Looking back on my life through prayer, he never responded. You know, now it may not what I wanted to hear, right, right. but he did respond. So we got to make sure we, uh, as much as we pray, we listen as well. Absolutely. You know, because God wants to speak. I, I'm a firm believer in this generation, this time we're living in, 
God wants to speak. That's and he wants to point. speak clearly to his people. Absolutely. That's a great point. No, I couldn't have said that any better. Um, so we thank you guys. Um, yeah. We're going to be uploading this. Um, and each week we're just going to do something to encourage you. Uh, we do encourage you to read these scriptures. Uh, we thank you for uh, watching as you pray for us and our church as we continue to grow because we have one mission here is just to see people grow in Christ uh, as we grow as well. So, um, Brian, you got anything as we close? I was going to say just, uh, you know, pray, just hold, you know, hold tight. God's going to move and we want you guys to grow. At the end of the day, uh, we want you guys to grow in Christ and you do that through prayer. And like you said, we'll have. Uh, stuff on our website. We'll put on our social media platforms. Uh, this is our first video, so we'll get better at this yeah. as we go along. Yeah, and sure. uh, you know, with technology, things advance. So we'll, you know, technology will. You never know. We might be in a hologram someday doing <laughs> this. So, but we love you guys. Uh, bless you guys, and we'll we'll see you soon. God bless. Thank you for viewing. Please make sure you stay connected with us by visiting our website at renewchurchin.org or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at info at renewchurchin.org. And remember, learning breeds growth.